हेलो एवरी वन वेलकम टू लर्निंग रेडियो दिस इज प्रवीण शर्मा ग्रेड टेन सब्जेक्ट ऑफ इंग्लिश हैज अ स्टोरी अ स्टोरी अबाउट एन एट ईयर गर्ल हु हैज़ अ ड्रीम अ डिज़ायर टू हैव अ राइड ऑन द बर्स एंड सी वॉट एग्जैक्टली दैट लाइफ इज विच हैज ऑलवेज अट्रैक्टेड हर एंड नाउ वॉट शी इज़ गोइंग टू डू इज वॉट वी आर हैविंग एज द प्राइमरी इंटरेस्ट इन दिस स्टोरी बाय वलिकानन which is the pseudonym of rs krishnasami rs krishnasami is one of the prominent writers of tamil a journalist a critic and a translator from tamil nadu india he has written more than 75 books novels novellas poetry collections plays and essays as well in 1978 he was awarded the sahitya academy award for tamil for his critical work on modern tamil poetry while we are going to read this chapter this story and we are going to listen to it we need to make a note that it is translated from tamil by k s sundaram and the illustrations found in the textbook have been made by one of the most celebrated cartoonists from india r k lakshman rasipuram krishnaswami lakshman who was born in 1921 in mysore and he died in 2015 has been an indian cartoonist who created the daily comic strip you said it which chronicled indian life and politics through the eyes of the common man that you can find on internet how celebrated and how great rk lakshman has been in our world now it's time to listen to the story this audio book has been provided by ciet and cert पेज नंबर 116, लेसन नाइन मैडम राइड्स द बस इट हैज बीन रिटन बाय वर्लिक कानन बिफोर यू रीड इन दिस सेंसिटिव स्टोरी एन एट ईयर ओल्ड गर्ल्स फर्स्ट बस जर्नी इनटू द वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड हर विलेज इज आल्सो हर इंडक्शन इनटू द मिस्ट्री ऑफ लाइफ एंड डेथ शी सीज द गैप बिटवीन are knowing that there is death and our understanding of it activity number 1 look at the words and phrases given here under then put a tick against the ones you think you will find in the text a set of passengers get on the bus get off the bus platform tickets please a roar and a rattle a row of seats slowing down to a crawl blowing a whistle number 2 you must have traveled by bus more than once what can you see from a fast moving bus given here are some suggestions speak briefly about some of these scenes or about other such scenes that you have seen or write a sentence or two about them rivers green fields hills roadside shops marketplaces railway tracks moving train vehicles on the road trees a crowd clothes in shops and animals 
पेज नंबर 117 पार्ट 1 ऑफ द चैप्टर देयर वाज अ गर्ल नेम्ड वलियम्माई हु वाज कॉल्ड वल्ली फॉर शॉर्ट शी वाज 8 इयर्स ओल्ड एंड वेरी क्यूरियस अबाउट थिंग्स हर फेवरेट पास्टाइम वाज स्टैंडिंग इन द फ्रंट डोरवे ऑफ हर हाउस watching what was happening in the street outside there were no playmates of her own age on her street and this was about all she had to do but to wally standing at the front door was every bit as enjoyable as any of the elaborate games other children played watching the street gave her many new unusual experiences Page number 118 The most fascinating thing of all was the bus that traveled between her village and the nearest town It passed through her street each hour once going to the town and once coming back The sight of the bus filled each time with a new set of passengers was a source of unending joy for Wally Day after day she watched the bus and gradually a tiny wish crept into her head and grew there she wanted to ride on that bus even if just once this wish became stronger and stronger until it was an overwhelming desire wally would stare wistfully at the people who got on or off the bus when it stopped at the street corner their faces would kindle in her longings dreams and hopes if one of her friends happened to ride the bus and tried to describe the sights of the town to her wally would be too jealous to listen and would shout in english proud proud neither she nor her friends really understood the meaning of the word but they used it often as a slang expression of disapproval Over many days and months Wally listened carefully to conversations between her neighbors and people who regularly used the bus and she also asked a few discreet questions here and there This way she picked up various small details about the bus journey The town was 6 miles from her village The fare was 30 paise one way which is almost nothing at all She heard one well-dressed man say but to Wally who scarcely saw that much money from one month to the next it seemed a fortune the trip to the town took 45 minutes on reaching town if she stayed in her seat and paid another 30 paise she could return home on the same bus this meant that she could take the 1 o'clock afternoon bus reach the town at 1:45 and be back home by about 2:45 on and on went her thoughts as she calculated and recalculated planned and replanned now the glossary on page 118 wistfully means longingly kindle means set alight like a fire here 
means feelings. A slang expression means some informal words often used within a close group. Discreet questions means careful questions. Page number 119. Number 1. What was Valli's favorite pastime? Number 2. What was a source of unending joy to Valli? What was her strongest desire? Number 3. What did Valli find out about the bus journey? How did she find out these details? Number 4. What do you think Valli was planning to do? Now the lesson further. Well, one fine spring day, the afternoon bus was just on the point of leaving the village and turning into the main highway when a small voice was heard shouting, Stop the bus! Stop the bus! And a tiny hand was raised commandingly. The bus slowed down to a crawl and the conductor, sticking his head out the door, said, Hurry then! Tell whoever it is to come quickly. It's me, shouted Valli. I am the one who has to get on. By now the bus had come to a stop and the conductor said, Oh really, you don't say so. Uh, yes, I simply have to go to town, said Valli, still standing outside the bus. And here is my money. She showed him some coins. Okay, okay, but first you must get on the bus, said the conductor. And he stretched out a hand to help her up. Never mind, she said, I can get on by myself. You don't have to help me. The conductor was a jolly sort, fond of joking. Oh, please, don't be angry with me, my fine madam, he said. Here, have a seat right up there in front. Everybody move aside, please. Make way for madam. It was a slack time of day and there were only six or seven passengers on the bus. They were all looking at Valli and laughing with the conductor. Valli was overcome with shyness. Avoiding everyone's eyes, she walked quickly to an empty seat and sat down. Now the glossary. Slack time, a time when there is not much work. Page number 120. May we start now, madam? The conductor asked, smiling. Then he blew his whistle twice and the bus moved forward with a roar. It was a new bus, its outside painted a gleaming white with some green stripes along the sides. Inside the overhead bars shone like silver. Directly in front of Valli, above the windshield, there was a beautiful clock. The seats were soft and luxurious. Valli devoured everything with her eyes, but when she started to look outside, she found her view cut off by a canvas blind that covered the lower part of her window. So she stood up on the seat and peered over the blind. The bus was now going along the bank of a canal. The road was very narrow, 
On one side there was the canal and beyond it palm trees, grassland, distant mountains and the blue blue sky. On the other side was a deep ditch and then acres and acres of green fields. Green, green, green as far as the eye could see. Oh, it was all so wonderful. Suddenly she was startled by a voice. Listen, child, said the voice. You shouldn't stand like that. Sit down. Page number 121. Sitting down, she looked to see who had spoken. It was an elderly man who had honestly been concerned for her, but she was annoyed by his attention. There's nobody here who is a child, she said haughtily. I have paid my 30 paise like everyone else. The conductor chimed in. Oh, sir, but this is a very grown-up madam. Do you think a mere girl could pay her own fare and travel to the city all alone? Wally shot an angry glance at the conductor and said, I'm not a madam. Please remember that. And you have not yet given me my ticket. I'll remember, the conductor said, mimicking her tone. Everyone laughed and gradually Wally too joined in the laughter. The conductor punched a ticket and handed it to her. Just sit, just sit back and make yourself comfortable. Why should you stand when you have paid for a seat? Because I want to, she answered, standing up again. But if you stand on the seat, you may fall and hurt yourself when the bus makes a sharp turn or hits a bump. That's why we want you to sit down, child. I'm not a child, I tell you. She said irritably, I'm eight years old. Of course, of course. How stupid of me. Eight years, me. The bus stopped. Some new passengers got on. And the conductor got busy for a time. Afraid of losing her seat, Walli finally sat down. An elderly woman came and sat beside her. Are you alone, dear? She asked Walli as the bus started again. Walli found the woman absolutely repulsive. Such big holes she had in her earlobes and such ugly earrings in them. And she could smell the beetle nut the woman was chewing and see the beetle juice that was threatening to spill over her lips at any moment. Now the glossary on page number 121. Haughtily means proudly. Mimicking means copying. Repulsive means causing strong dislike. Page number 122. Oof! Who could be sociable? with such a person. Yes, I am travelling alone, she answered curtly, and I have got a ticket too. Yes, she is on her way to town, said the conductor, with a 30 paise ticket. Oh, why don't you mind your own business, said Wally. But she laughed all the same, and the conductor laughed too. 
but the old woman went on with her drivel is it pop is it proper for such a young person to travel alone do you know exactly where you are going in town what's the street what's the house number you needn't bother about me i can take care of myself wali said turning her face towards the window and staring out the glossary here curtly means showing displeasure drivel means silly nonsense oral comprehension check number 1 why does the conductor call wali madam number 2 why does wali stand up on the seat what does she see now number 3 What does Wally tell the elderly man when he calls her a child? Number 4. Why didn't Wally want to make friends with the elderly woman? Part 3. The same page. Her first journey, what careful painstaking elaborate plans she had had to make for it. She had thriftily saved whatever stray coins came her way resisting every temptation to buy peppermints toys balloons and the like and finally she had saved a total of 60 paise how difficult it had been particularly that day at the village fair but she had resolutely stifled a strong desire to ride the merry go round even though she had the money After she had enough money saved her next problem was how to slip out of the house without her mother's knowledge but she managed this without too much difficulty every day after lunch her mother would nap from about 1 to 4 or so wally always used these hours for her excursions as she stood looking from the doorway of her house page number 123 or sometimes even ventured out into the village today these same hours could be used for her first excursion outside the village the bus rolled on now cutting across a bare landscape now rushing through a tiny hamlet or past an odd wayside shop sometimes the bus seemed on the point of gobbling up another vehicle that was coming towards them or a pedestrian crossing the road but lo somehow it passed on smoothly leaving all obstacles safely behind trees came running towards them but then stopped as the bus reached them and simply stood there helpless for a moment by the side of the road before rushing away in the other direction Suddenly Wally clapped her hands with glee a young cow tail high in the air was running very fast right in the middle of the road right in front of the bus the bus slowed to a crawl and the driver sounded his horn loudly again and again but the more he honked the more frightened the animal became and the faster it galloped always right in front of the bus now the glossary on page 122 thriftily means spend money carefully resolutely stifled 
means suppressed or controlled with determination. Page 123. Ventured out means went cautiously, courageously. Page number 124. Somehow this was very funny to Valli. She laughed and laughed until there were tears in her eyes. Hey lady, haven't you laughed enough? Called the conductor. Better save some for tomorrow. At last the cow moved off the road and soon the bus came to a railroad crossing. A speck of a train could be seen in the distance growing bigger and bigger as it drew near. Then it rushed past the crossing gate with a tremendous roar and rattle, shaking the bus. Then the bus went on and passed the train station. From there it traversed a busy, well-laid-out shopping street and, turning, entered a wider thoroughfare. Such big, bright-looking shops. What glittering displays of clothes and other merchandise. Such big crowds. Struck dumb with wonder, Walli gaped at everything. Then the bus stopped and everyone got off except Walli. Hey lady, said the conductor, aren't you ready to get off? This is as far as your 30 paise takes you. No, Wally said. I am going back on this same bus. She took another 30 paise from her pocket and handed the coins to the conductor. Why? Is something the matter? No, nothing is the matter. I just felt like having a bus ride. That's all. Don't you want to have a look at the sights? Now that you are here? All by myself. I'll be much too afraid. Greatly amused by the girl's way of speaking, the conductor said, But you weren't afraid to come in the bus. Nothing to be afraid of about that, she answered. Well then, why not go to that stall over there and have something to drink? Nothing to be afraid of about that either. Oh no, I couldn't do that. Well then, let me bring you a cold drink. The Glossary on page 124. Thoroughfare means a busy public road. Merchandise means things for sale. Page number 125. No, I don't have enough money. Just give me my ticket, that's all. It'll be my treat and not cost you anything. No, no, she said firmly. Please, no. The conductor shrugged and they waited until it was time for the bus to begin the return journey. Again, there weren't many passengers. Oral comprehension check. Number one. How did Walli save up money for her first journey? Was it easy for her? Number two. What did Walli see on her way that made her laugh? Number three, why didn't she get off the bus at the bus station? Number four, why didn't Wally want to go to the stall and have a drink? What does this tell you about her? Part four of the chapter. 
Won't your mother be looking for you? The conductor asked when he gave the girl her ticket. No, no one will be looking for me, she said. The bus started and again there were the same wonderful sights. Wally wasn't bored in the slightest and greeted everything with the same excitement she had felt the first time. But suddenly she saw a young cow lying dead by the roadside, just where it had been struck by some fast-moving vehicle. Isn't that the same cow that ran in front of the bus on our trip to town? She asked the conductor. The conductor nodded and she was overcome with sadness. What had been a lovable, beautiful creature just a little while ago had now suddenly lost its charm and its life and looked so horrible, so frightening as it lay there, legs spread-eagled, a fixed stare in its lifeless eyes, blood all over. The bus moved on, the memory of the dead cow haunted her, dampening her enthusiasm. She no longer wanted to look out the window. She sat thus, glued to her seat, until the bus reached her village at 3.40. The glossary on page 125. Spread-eagled means spread out. Haunted means returned repeatedly to her mind or was impossible to forget. Page number 126. She stood up and stretched herself. Then she turned to the conductor and said, Well, sir, I hope to see you again. Okay, madam, he answered her, smiling. Whenever you feel like a bus ride, come and join us. And don't forget to bring your fare. She laughed and jumped down from the bus. Then away she went, running straight for home. When she entered her house, she found her mother awake and talking to one of Wally's aunts, the one from South Street. This aunt was a real chatterbox, never closing her mouth once she started talking. And where have you been? said her aunt when Wally came in. She spoke very casually, not expecting a reply. So Wally just smiled and her mother and aunt went on with their conversation. Yes, you are right, her mother said. So many things in our midst and in the world outside. How can we possibly know about everything? And even when we do know about something, we often can't understand it completely, can we? Oh yes, breathed Valli. What? asked her mother. What's that you say? Oh, said Valli, I was just agreeing with what you said about things happening without our knowledge. Just a chit of a girl she is, said her aunt. And yet look how she pokes her nose into our conversation, just as though she were a grown lady. Valli smiled to herself. She didn't want them to understand her smile. But then there wasn't much chance of that, was there? The Glossary on page number 126. 
pokes her nose means takes an interest in something that doesn't concern her this story was translated from the tamil by k s sundaram and illustrated through several pictures drawn by the famous cartoonist r k lakshman page number 127 thinking about the text number 1 what was valli's deepest desire find the words and phrases in the story that tell you this number 2 how did valli plan her bus ride what did she find out about the bus and how did she save up the fare number 3 what kind of a person is valli to answer this question pick out the following sentences from the text and fill in the blanks the words you fill in are the clues to your answer number 1 stop the bus stop the bus and a tiny hand was raised blank space number 2 yes i blank space go to town said valli still standing outside the bus number 3 there's nobody here blank space she said haughtily i have paid my 30 paise like everyone else number 4 never mind she said i can blank space you don't have to help me i am not a child i tell you she said blank space number 5 you needn't bother about me i blank space valli said turning her face toward the window and staring out number 6 then she turned to the conductor and said well sir i hope blank space number 4 why does the conductor refer to valli as madam number 5 find the lines in the text which tell you that valli was enjoying her ride on the bus number 6 Why does Valli refuse to look out of the window on her way back? Number 7. What does Valli mean when she says, "I was just agreeing with what you said about things happening without our knowledge?" Number 8. The author describes the things that Valli sees from an 8-year-old's point of view. Can you find evidence from the text for this statement? Speaking This story has a lot of people talking in it. The conductor jokes and laughs with Valli. Some passengers try to show their concern for her and her mother and her aunt spend time chatting. Read the conversations carefully. Then think of similar people or similar situations that you have experienced. Mimic a person or persons who spoke to you saying what they said. along with your replies page number 128 writing write a page about three paragraphs on one of the following topics number 1 have you ever planned something entirely on your own without taking grown ups into your confidence what did you plan and how did you carry out your plan number 2 Have you made a journey that was unforgettable in some way? What made it memorable? 
Number three, are you concerned about traffic and road safety? What are your concerns? How would you make road travel safer and more enjoyable? In this lesson, what we have done? Related the story of Valli's first bus ride. What you can do? Number one, the students should be given two or three days to collect old or used tickets from their friends, relatives and acquaintances. They could be bus tickets, train tickets, plane tickets, cinema tickets, tickets to cultural events, etc. By the time they finish the lesson, they should be able to get a good collection in place. Get them to make a collage using as many as possible of the tickets collected on a sheet, on a sheet of poster paper. This can then form the basis for many interesting activities. Classification according to type of tickets, for what, or price, how much, etc. The most desirable tickets, the tickets no one wants, etc. Let students think of more ways to classify them. Get students to write a paragraph with the collage as base and their imagination as guide. Number two, you can also ask the students do the following. Number one, in the story, Walli has to save money and make plans to be able to ride the bus. In pairs, discuss how you spent your pocket money last month. Did you spend it on yourself or on someone dear to you? Number two, Walli's enthusiasm is dampened and the memory of the dead cow haunts her. In groups, discuss an incident which may have troubled or discouraged you. Page number 129. So you must have enjoyed understanding, knowing about uh, the main character, how a child has a dream and then she moves on to accomplish that dream. The strong desire, the courage, all these things have uh, come to life in the story. As we have read that uh, her favorite part was the sight of a bus arriving and departing in the village and then she developed a deep desire to travel by bus. She needed all sort of uh, information about the bus journey. She had to collect the bus fare and then she had to plan that uh, she could be back home before her mother woke up from her afternoon nap. Thus, the story which has been read by us, which has been listened by us, it recounts how innocently but responsibly she fulfilled her deepest desire. And, and while she experienced all this thing through the bus ride, she comes face to face with the reality of death as well. And this reality doesn't sound harsh to us because the writer has quoted this particular reality in such a nice, soft, delicate manner that even small children like you and the child in me as well can understand it in a nice way, in a way which doesn't disturb but which gives us a feeling of peace and a feeling of delight because we have read and listened to a good story. Thank you very much. You were listening to Madam Rides the Bus on Learning Radio Podcasts.